Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Tristan. I'm so happy to welcome you guys to the Novus Podcast. This is a podcast that's going to change your life. I need you guys to watch all the way to the end. But first, hit that subscribe button, share this with a friend, like, and comment. Let's get into this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 27 of the Novus Church Podcast, y'all. I am extremely excited for this podcast. Um, I had a guest coming on, and um, this this person that I have on today. Um, I was going to ask him to come on later, but the Lord actually made it to where he like positioned it to where I would ask in a group chat today. Does anybody have anybody that wants to, does anybody want to come on my podcast today in our, in our local church group chat? And Liddell spoke up and said, I'll come on. And, um, it was so interesting because I was going to ask him, but the Lord's like, uh, now he needs to be on because the guest I was going to have, we moved him next week. Uh, Pastor George, guys, he's going to be incredible. But I want to introduce you guys, Liddell Thompson from Local Church. He's going to speak to us about healing today, and it's going to be really good. Uh, so good. So Liddell, welcome. Hey, man. yes. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, like you said, it just worked out perfect. So I'm um, glad it worked out. Um, you know, the subject of, uh, healing has actually been something that I've, uh, uh, really loved and was, uh, really interested in ever since I really, you know, started walking with the Lord, um, because I've seen, um, basically that healing aspect and the healing side of things in my life, uh, not just from like me maybe being like healed from something but actually from um, somebody that walked that out in their lives and then I got to see it. So I, I actually, um, before the Lord, uh, everybody has their stories, you know, I was deep in depression, this and that, all those other stuff. And then um, for some reason, the only thing that I would find um, anywhere near God or Christianity or anything like that um was when I was deep down in a rabbit hole spiral of depression you know deep in my room um just sitting down and then I was just scroll YouTube and for some reason uh these old Todd White videos would pop up on my feed like hey watch these and in amongst like other like crazy YouTube stuff whatever it may be like gang stuff or whatever somehow this Christian you know guy with these small little dreadlocks would come up you know, <laughs> on my feed, and they're like, hey, watch this, and I was like, okay, I'll just watch it, and then this guy is just walking the streets praying for people, and I was like, hmm, I was like, questioned, I always wondered, like, you know, like, that's really interesting, like, what's that about, you know, and um, I would uh, watch it, end it, fall asleep, wake up, and then start the next day over, but there's this one time, uh, a great friend of mine, um, we worked together, and I met him at the job and he was totally open about the things of God and healing and seeing people healed and all that. And I actually seen him get to pray for uh, this military guy. So there's this big, you know, military dude who like uh, didn't believe in that. Right. And he was infantry, you know, he would tell all his stories and he had this back pain, um, this bad back pain that was bothering him. And my buddy actually went over there, you know, to him. He's like, Hey man, can I pray for your back? And um, I'm just watching from afar. I just, I just watched from afar to see what would happen. And um, he prayed for his back. The guy, he was like, you know, not scared of anything, right? So I was like, yeah, you can pray for me. And then um, this guy's back pain just disappeared. And I remember just like 
uh, freaking out because what I used to see on my phone late at night, deep in depression, the only thing that will like help me or whatever are those Todd White videos, people praying and people like uh, getting healed. So what I used to see on, on the phone, I'm now seeing in real life in person. And uh, there's a lot more to that. But ever since that, I was just asking questions and then uh, uh, always desired to see that in my own life and uh, in manifestation and all that. So um, the thing with healing is really just uh, um, my own desires and uh, seeing people free in that aspect, you know, and uh, we can actually go. Got my ESB here. I don't know what people think about the ESB, but uh, I got it here my ESB one. And uh, 1 John uh, chapter 2, verse 6, we go there. It actually says, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked, right? In the way Jesus walked. How did he walk? You know, he walked in love. He walked in authority. And he also walked preaching and, um, excuse me, healing the sick. You know, everywhere he went, he was healing the sick. So if we are to walk as he walked, why aren't we walking and seeing people heal? just in our day-to-day lives, you know? Why aren't we praying for the sick? Why aren't we uh, casting out devils? Why aren't we seeing this in our day-to-day life? You know, and um, for me personally, um, that scripture, that's been the main thing that's meant for me, you know? Of course, we desire to walk in love, you know? We desire to, uh, you know, see the fruits in our lives and see the giftings, but what about the actual, like, more practical things and more, like, uh, not as self-centered things, but actually reaching out to people around us and praying for the sake like Jesus did and then eventually the disciples, you know. So, um, excuse me, it's a thing that actually gets me quite excited. So um, um, I like to always talk about it and always speak about it from a place of what I've seen and what I've uh, been through and um things like that, because that brings a different weight to it. You know, um, there's many people, many preachers and ministers out there that like to preach on the subject of healing from what they've seen, because that brings it out of this theological standpoint and a point point of where people like to debate to a point of, well, this is what I've experienced. This is what I've seen. This is what I've seen the Lord do in my life, you know, and even from a point of where I, uh, like to pray for people, you know, just through the day to day, I like to come from it from that standpoint. Well, this is what I've seen. This is what I've seen God do. You know, God loves people and this is what he does, you know, and um, um, it's believing, you know, in the finished work of Christ. As soon as you believe in the finished works of Christ, then you can then from there pray for the sake and, uh, uh, see God touch people, you know, these signs will follow them that believe, right? So if we believe in what he did all those years ago, then we can then see um, the, everything he saw, you know, we're supposed to see it, you know? So um, I just come from it from this standpoint, you know, there's this guy um, <laughs> back in this warehouse I used to work at, um, I work in a logistics job now, but I used to work a ton of warehouse jobs. And there's this guy he was actually an atheist. Um, I'm not going to say his name, anything like that, but he was actually an atheist, right? And uh, he, was, he was a bigger guy, and uh, he was the nicest guy in the world, and he was totally open about it and why he doesn't believe in this and that. And um, again, I will come back with uh, my beliefs and uh, 
things I've seen and stuff like that. And um, I'll even tell testimonies of healings and stuff like that. And he uh, actually hurt himself once and it was pretty bad. It was, um, we worked on a forklift. So not just a regular forklift that you sit on. It was a forklift where you have to stand up and you wear a harness. You can go 40 feet in the air and it's pretty dangerous, this and that. It was sketchy, <laughs> especially the place we worked at. But anyway, um, we were moving furniture all day and it was, you know, heavy stuff. The tables were pure wood, you know, heavy tables. You needed a hand to get it from wherever it was and put it on your truck so you can take it up and, you know, store it wherever it goes. Um, anyway, <laughs> he was doing this, right? He was getting this heavy table, putting it on his truck to go store it, put it up in the rack somewhere. And I was like, hey, man, wait, wait one second. Let me help you. And uh, <laughs> I guess he didn't hear me because he didn't stop. He just kept it grabbing the table, putting it on his uh, uh, truck and tried to go on. And then when he did that, he actually hurt his shoulder really bad. He thought he tore something. He thought he was going to be out of work for a couple of days. And uh, um, I finally got to pull up next to him where he was, where the table was. And he's freaking out because he hurt his shoulder real bad. He thought he was going to have to leave work. And um, I was just like, hey, man, can I pray for your shoulder? And he was like, sure, because he hears, you know, again, he hears me talk about it. So it's not anything new, right? So I laid my hands, both hands on his shoulder, you know. Um, it says, uh, lay your hands on him, they shall recover, right? So I laid my hands on his shoulder. He has this excruciating pain, you know. He says a level 10 because uh, I like to ask, you know, a scale of 1 to 10, how much does it hurt, right? I just like to get a gauge. And it helps people also. So he said, a scale of 1 to 10, how much does it hurt, you know, uh, a 10, pray for his shoulder and then immediately all the pain went away is boom zero and um that was actually the time where one of the only times I actually felt the actual uh you know anointing in my hands for that because after that um he was completely healed then that's really when I started to experience that it was pretty excuse me pretty cool but um what was really cool for me is like not just the fact that he got healed but the fact that he was telling like other people and he's an atheist. So I came in the next day and he's uh, uh, telling everybody, he told my buddy, my friend uh, who worked there, he was like, um, I'm at the time clock. He's like, man, he's just telling everybody how he, uh, how he got healed, how his shoulder got healed and uh, touched by God and stuff like that. So that's, that's just something I love to see, something I love to walk in things like that, you know, um, and it's as simple as, again, you know, believing in the finished work of Christ, and I like to um, come from a standpoint of taking yourself completely out of it, of course, you're there physically, you're praying for them, but taking your head out of it, taking yourself out of it, and just leaving it up to uh, Jesus, you know, because if you think about this, and I'm going to say this, right, I don't know if anybody will like it, but <laughs> I'm going to say this, but the same prayer that you pray for somebody for the headache to go away is the same prayer you'll pray for somebody with cancer. You say, well, what do you mean? I mean, like, isn't there different things, different stuff like that? It's like, well, you believe in the work that Jesus did the first time, right? You believe in the work that Jesus did for somebody's headache to go away. So when you're praying for somebody, you know, who might have cancer, 
are you believing for something that he did more or less or like are you believing in something different no jesus took it you know all in one he took care of it you know so when we think of even we read in matthew 7 um let me see here matthew 7 21 where the disciples are praying for uh let me see here the kid trying to get that person healed and says however this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting you and then people like to argue and you can say like well there is a different kind of prayer because um even then they had to do something different they had to uh pray and fast right but when we think about that prayer and fasting didn't change god it didn't you know magically get uh magically get them a different prayer to pray from god you know uh when we pray and fast god doesn't change we do right so when we pray and fast it doesn't um change the circumstance the fact of the matter is that we still have a natural mind we still live here in the natural world so we see things and like levels and scales and all that so naturally somebody will think oh a headache is not as serious as cancer or a headache is not as serious as this or that right but in reality um in god's reality god took care of all of it in one you know god doesn't look at anything uh differently right so prayer and fasting just gets us out of this natural mindset that likes to uh go down in this deep darkness in this deep hole that says like oh you're not you know anointed enough or oh you're not prepared enough oh you don't have what it takes to pray for this person with cancer as um you know such and such person does or whatever so prayer and fasting gets you back into that place of the spiritual arena you know of faith and believing and then you can go then and pray and then boom see that you know manifestation see that miracle see that healing so it's not the fact that there's different prayers or different um i would say you know words to say to see uh different you know sicknesses or diseases healed it's all believing you know and uh uh again we like to think that um you know things take a different um um route because it's a different you know manifestation of certain things but uh it all comes back to believing in the finished work of jesus so um i like to go also to you can see in jude one i probably don't have it up right now but you see in jude one that praying you know in the spirit builds us up on our most holy faith so if we're praying right in the spirit praying in the holy ghost and when we're believing in god then our faith is at that place where god would want us to be and where god would want us to anoint from to then see what he promised you know um that we should see years ago so um <laughs> another story i like to tell is actually also in the warehouse where i work because man this place it was it was a dangerous place people got hurt all the got, got people got hurt all the time and uh this guy is a uh this big black guy you know this big you know uh real cool type of guy <laughs> and he's usually a really hard working really hard working guy but 
for some reason, he was just at the back of the warehouse where nobody can see him. I'm like, um, what are you doing back here? Like, <laughs> why aren't you working, you know? And um, he's back there where we like to change our battery. So this is big electric power jack type thing. You would change the battery out for your truck. It's a whole process. And he was back there. So that's why I see him because I had to change my battery. And I was like, man, what are you doing back here? Like, what's up? Like, uh, you all right? He was like, yeah, man, I'm just, you know, waiting for waiting for the time clock to change. He was just waiting to go home. And I was like, okay. Um, I was like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, man, I don't know what happened, but I just hurt my foot really bad. And uh, um, <clears throat> it just hurts to walk. And there's a ton of walking we got to do. So, of course, he's just trying to stay stationary in one spot. So he uh, had this pain. Um, I asked him a scale of one to 10, you know, how much does it hurt while I'm changing out my battery? So I'm being super nonchalant, you know, just being super cool. I don't think he expected me to ask, you know, to pray for him eventually. But I was like, um, yeah, scale of one to 10, how much does your foot hurt? He said, yeah, probably feels about a 10. He was like right there on the max. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I was like, can I pray for you? He's like, what? I was like, can I pray for you? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I never had anybody ask me that before. I was like, okay. Um, I was like, you know, and then he was like, yeah, you can pray for me. And um, this is super weird for him, right? He never experienced anything like this before. So as I'm changing my battery, I just stopped the little, you know, electric power jack with this like super thousand pound batteries on, you know, and I just went over there and just, uh, bent down for my hand on his uh shoe and i just prayed this simple prayer you know just like you know in the name of jesus you know foot be healed pain go away stuff like that you know and um <laughs> what is really cool he said what's that tingling feeling so he paused and said what's that tingling feeling and a lot of us right believers people that are like in the church that are used to these things we're used to people saying like, oh, they felt the heat. Oh, they felt the tingling feeling, you know, in that area or whatever. But he's unchurched. He, he's an atheist. He has no clue what he's talking about. But he's like, I feel a tingling feeling in my foot. And then he's about to, he's starting to freak out. And then the whole time, my heart posture where I was at was completely just trusting in God, right? I just put it all on him. I was just like, okay, well, God take care of it. I'll do my part and lay my hands on him, right? And I'll pray. But um, I was completely believing that the Lord was just going to touch him like he did. And um, he was like, man, uh, what's that tingling feeling? I was like, yeah, man, I'll just like, uh, that's the Lord touching your foot. I was like, go ahead and walk around. So I wanted him to test it, right? So he starts to walk around. And then I'm still changing my battery, you know? And uh, I eventually asked him, I was like, you said the pain was at a 10 before. Where's it at now? And um, he said, yeah, um, he, you know, testing it out. He said about an eight. I was like, okay. I was, I just asked him, I was like, well, Jesus actually prayed for the blind man twice. We see in Mark eight, right? The first time the blind man thought he was, uh, he couldn't see at all. And then he started to see, he said, it looks like trees walking, right? He was like, um, <laughs> he can't really see that well, but there was progress. Jesus actually prayed for the blind man twice. I was like, if he can pray again, I can pray again. So I prayed again. And um, um, he felt the tingling heat again. And then he was like, whoa. And then, I mean, this guy, right, he's on church. He's, he's cussing. He's, he's surprised. And so he's like, man, what is this? What is that? He's freaking out. 
And then I was like, yeah, man, walk around again. He's walking around. He's like, oh, man, just, you know, completely surprised. And I was like, okay, you said it was uh, eight then. Where is that now? He's like, nothing. And like totally went to zero. And um, I was like, forget this. Like, forget the battery. I just went to talk to him and tell him stuff about the Lord and all that. And um, he eventually actually received Jesus right there in the warehouse. And um, the rest of the day, he was fine. And like, he was just totally cool. So um, that's just something I love to see when you actually start to, you know, be practical about it. And you actually start to see uh, the Lord, you know, do things in your day-to-day life. That's why I love about uh, Todd White's ministry. You know, lifestyle Christianity is the lifestyle part, right? So it's doing it when nobody's watching is doing it when you don't feel like it's doing it when, um, you know, everything says not to at that time. I remember a story where um, <laughs> a friend of mine, uh, it's actually not a friend of mine, but it's like a friend of my friend of my friend of mine, thing like that, one of those situations. He uh, loves to see God heal people and all that. And in Africa, he would actually get this white, you know, doctor's coat, put it on, <laughs> go into a hospital and start praying for people. And he's not even a doctor. I mean, that's, you know, take that as you want. But um, I just love those stories, those extreme stories. And I encourage people to listen to those extreme stories, you know, those um, Smith Wigglesworth stories, those uh, David Hogan stories, you know, Bill Johnson from Bethel. I know, you know, he loves David Hogan and all those stories of him, uh, raising the dead and all that. So I encourage people to really listen to that stuff, right? Because what separates those people from you? You read in Hebrews 11, what, separ- what, separate- what separates sorry, those people of faith from you, you know? And it's simply that, faith. So as soon as you start believing it, then you start to see it. Um, speaking of Smith uh, Wigglesworth, you know, we have these uh, amazing stories where he... Uh, you know, likes to minister pretty aggressively. And he actually ministered to uh, a man that was dying of cancer. Um, you know, people would uh, roll people in um, to his um, meetings with, you know, in wheelchairs or hospital beds or whatever it may be. And this guy, he had cancer. He was dying of cancer. He had cancer all throughout his stomach. He was in excruciating pain. Smith Wigglesworth went over there and um, punched him <laughs> in the stomach and says, you're ill, you're ill. You know, he didn't pronounce the H's like that. So he said, you're, you're ill instead of you're healed. And um, this guy just went like dead. Like everybody thought he was dead. He wasn't responding at all. And the doctor that was there with the patient, he was like, you just killed the guy. And then Smith Wigglesworth was like, he's, he's ill. And just walked off and started ministering to other people. Right. And then, um, I'm not exactly sure the duration of time, but it was still in that meeting. That patient got up, got off of the uh, uh, hospital bed, started running around and uh, um, shouting with joy and all that. He's saying, all the pain is gone. All the pain is gone. I feel great. He's like, I feel life in my body and all this stuff. And um, that's just simple because somebody actually chose to believe, right, in uh, the finished work of Christ and seeing people heal, um, which I love. Um, you see here, I got all these stories. I don't know how far or how many stories you want me to tell because I, I got a ton of them because I just love it. But 
Um, there's also times where, um, excuse me, where maybe you don't see people healed. And those are very interesting because a lot of times people would mark that and take that as truth, but it's not truth. The truth is in the word, you know, what we read and what we see and what Jesus did, you know, there are realities and there are truths, you know, no reality for somebody's life is, oh, they're deaf, you know, they're deaf. I'm sorry. They can't hear anything. Uh, that might be a reality, but that's not the truth for that person. The truth is Jesus, you know, healed that person, you know, all those years ago, Jesus paid the price for that person to be healed. They just need to walk in that truth. They just need to believe that truth or somebody, you know, pray for them who believes that truth, you know, how it is. And then boom, they're healed. Right. So there's realities and the truths. And I just choose to believe the truth of the word of God. Um, um, excuse me. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you have any questions. I feel like I just went on a little tangent. I feel like I went everywhere, but um, do you have any questions at all? Yeah, bro. So good. Um, do you have any more of your message or would you like to go in the q &A? I mean, <laughs> totally. I mean, like I said in the beginning, a lot of people like to, uh, when they're speaking on the subject of healing, mm -hmm. speak from a place of, you know, their own personal life and yeah. speak on their own, you know, experiences that they've seen. You know, there's this story, which is not mine, is from David Hogan. Some of you might know David Hogan. I know you do. And it was this little girl who I like, didn't have ears, right? right? And again, I liked all the stories from like mm -hmm. uh, headaches to, you know, people being raised from the dead, you know because uh, it's all the same you know in the lord's eyes you know so uh there's a story that david hogan shared it was a little girl with no ears no ear canal or whatever i'm not a doctor or whatever i don't know the medical names for stuff but she couldn't hear and david hogan prayed for her <laughs> and um the little girl just like like punched david hogan this big old man, this little girl punched David Hogan because she was surprised. And the reason she was surprised is because her ears opened up like right then. So it was just like, boom, her ears opened up. And then, um, so now she can eat here, but she didn't have the actual ear part, like the reconstructive, like the actual physical ear. Right. So then David Hogan prayed again. Right. And, um, <laughs> when he prayed this second time, here it comes again, you know, and then that's because the outer ear got formed and um a little girl can hear um Hallelujah. and it's a little emotional story for him even when he tells it you can see he gets all choked up because she actually ends up writing a little you know thank you letter to him that he keeps everywhere i believe he keeps it in his wallet and uh wow uh, that's just a part of it that i love with healing too because um healing actually connects a lot of people and has connected a lot of people to salvation you know the same thing with like uh uh you know maybe finances god met somebody and helped them out with their finances and for a lot of people that's what draws them closer to the lord and for myself and evangelizing 
I rarely ever evangelize from a point of just speaking um, Bible truths, even though it's good, right? You want to preach the word and share all that. But it also comes from a point of like, hey, you know, what can I pray for you for? Do you have any pain? Can I do this? Can I do that? And then um, seeing the power of God come upon somebody, and then it just totally changes the game, you know? And uh, there's another story. We all know the stories of John G. Lake and how there's that plague and that sickness that went around and you know, good old John G. Lake wasn't wearing his PPE, you know, he wasn't wearing his protective equipment and like everybody else and everybody thought he was going to get sick and die. But he believed in uh, the truth of the gospel more than the reality of that sickness, you know. So he said, you can place this on my hand, and you'll see it shrivel up and uh, die. And they did. And uh, the sickness just died right in his hand and he was completely fine. So um there's all these stories that i believe we should hear and i believe we should tell because there's no telling you know the next person that will come into the kingdom based off of uh, a testimony like that that's why we share um i, I mean i guess so, i guess for me yeah go ahead oh no go ahead no yeah yeah i guess for me that would just be the main um I don't know. I don't know. Desire is the right word, but healing is huge for me. I just like to see people healed. So good. So do you believe you have like the spiritual gift of healing? So when it comes to that, I truly believe, I mean, that people can walk in degrees of that. Obviously there's healing. Um, But for me, it always just came from a point and a place of just, uh, loving people and desiring to see uh, that individual healed. So I would always go from a standpoint of um, these signs will follow them that believe. And also from a standpoint of you lay your hands on the sick, they shall recover. So I always came from it from that standpoint, instead of a standpoint of um, healing, anointing, heal, gifting, stuff like that. Because as soon as you do that, people start to ask themselves if they have the gifts of healing which actually draws them away from actually stepping out to try to see people healed or anything like that. So I always encourage people, whether you think you have a gift thing or not, just to go ahead and step out anyway, because God is faithful and true to his word and um, he's going to show up. (laughs) Very good. And um, I believe that all those men you were naming, they have the gift, um, but they all had to take that step, that initial step to actually, like you did, like pray over the person, even when, you know, you might look, um, you might feel embarrassed. I think that that is something people face a lot, like mentally, um, Mm -hmm. is when they see the need of prayer, they get embarrassed when they're around non-believers because they don't want to look weird, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, totally. And I totally felt that way. When I was first uh, stepping into it, too, I remember the first outreach actually I did with my uh, friend out there in Oklahoma was um, the mall, the OKC Mall, Oklahoma City Mall. And we went out there for outreach, um, just me and him. And I didn't really see many people get healed then, but that was the first time me actually stepping out. And we almost got kicked out because of some witches in, in a store and one was there. Uh, that's a whole other story. But um, yeah, I believe stepping out 
whether you know you know somebody's going to get healed or you're not or you don't know somebody's going to get healed i believe that's you know the beginning of some great things very good man so is it is it us who heals or is it god it's a really controversial question you know yeah yeah so i believe you know god is one that heals i believe um we partner with him and he partners with us so if he wants us to lay our hands on the sick so they shall recover then that's our part that's what we do but we also are supposed to believe um but what do we believe in we believe in what he did we believe that jesus is the one healing um and then that's when we get to see the healing so i believe god is the one that heals i believe we have a part to play and um actually stepping out but um God's the one that heals for sure. Yeah. I think that we, when you make, when you actually take that step, you're partnering with God, like you're saying, right. you're taking him by the hand and he's, you're taking him by the hand and he's flowing through you. Yeah. And, and he doesn't need to use us, but he uses us to, right. to for some reason, he loves us so much. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I want me to use you as a catalyst. Um, It's interesting because Jesus says, uh, you'll do greater things than these, you know, mm -hmm. because he's living within us. He's partnered with us to do this, you know. Um, so how should we react if someone doesn't get healed immediately when we pray for them? Yeah, so um, not all healings are immediate. Um, <laughs> you know, I got a lot of stories with that and a lot of experiences with that, but we can't let our, again, back to the natural realities if there's a natural reality where somebody didn't get healed, we can't let that become our truth. You know, we got to let our truth remain in the word of God, remain in him, remain in Jesus. So even if we don't see somebody healed, you still believe it's the will of God and you still keep stepping out. You keep on going for it. You keep contending for it in the faith to see somebody healed because um, sooner or later you will see it. So don't get discouraged. Don't beat yourself up. Um, just remain in faith. Amen. That's a great answer. So um, is it God's will to heal? Yes, yes. Uh, I believe. Yeah, it is totally God's will to heal. Um, kind of picking back on that last question, there's a lot of times where people um, would maybe, you know, step out and healing and pray for somebody they don't see him healed or maybe somebody prayed for their loved ones and they didn't see their loved ones healed or whatever it may be then they start to you know doubt the things of God and doubt what the word says and they start to make the, up their own you know uh, realities their own reasonings for things and stuff like that so they'll say oh healing is not for today because um, my uncle or my granddad didn't get healed you know or um um you know just something like that similar to that uh, uh scenario but it is i believe totally god's will to heal and if you don't see it keep contending for it and um you know just remain in faith that could be a tough tough subject a tough thing for people because it's a sensitive subject you know people have loved ones and uh they want to see them get healed they want to see them get better and if they don't see that they start to get discouraged you know but yeah it is god's will you know to see people healed for sure yeah and 
in those moments, I mean, you, your faith starts to dwindle when you mm-hmm. have like, like a family member maybe battling with cancer or something. And you're mm-hmm. like, God, you healed them of cancer, but you're not healing them. Why? You know? Um, mm. But it was interesting. I, and this is real sensitive. So I'm going to um, treat it with honor. Um, I loved the way Bill handled Benny. Um you know, when we were, everybody's praying for her, you know, uh, while she was going through cancer and, you know, um, on her last days, you know, there's a picture of Bill, he posted it of him holding her hand with his hand up, just worshiping God through that moment, you know, um, you know, he says, though you slay me, I still serve you. That's important. You know, we don't, he, we don't, we don't serve God because he gives us things, you know, cause then that's a transactional relationship. We serve him because we have a relational relationship with him. You know, um, he's our father and um, we're not, we're not, we can be expectant, like have faith that he's going to do something, but he doesn't have to do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it is his will, you know, it's his will to do like, he doesn't want his kids to hurt, you know? Um, right. So that's where it's real, it's real sensitive. So um, back to that you know, you started to share some testimonies of different people and some of your testimonies, but mm-hmm. like we've learned from Randy Clark, like, uh, testimonies build faith, you know? Yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask you to share some more testimonies, uh, to yeah. build, build the faith and for people on the other side of the screen. Yeah. So totally. And I even love that because, um, um, I've seen Randy, uh, Randy Clark and Catherine Ruinala, uh, in person, they both, you know, ministry healing, like the same way they both start with those, uh, testimonies, which eventually lead and go into like actually, uh, people getting healed. So, uh, <laughs> I always desire to speak that way on a subject of healing. Um, yeah, totally. So, uh, I actually wrote down some stuff because there's so much, with the subject of uh, healing, stuff like that. So um, <laughs> there's times actually in, I believe, Missouri, where I went with a minister, this was years ago, but I remember like it was yesterday because it was great. Um, I went out there to this church and it was actually like a Russian church and uh this guy, he was like 18 years old. He was just asking me all these questions and all these things. And we were walking around, me, this minister, and my other buddy, we were all just walking around praying for people. And this 18-year-old guy that was like a part of that uh, church, um, which is like sticking to me like glue, asking me all these questions. And then um, I'm just sharing testimonies and I'm sharing like all the things I've got to see the Lord do. And he was like, yeah, man, I got a back pain. If you don't mind praying for me for it. And I was like, yeah, man, totally. And then I just put my left hand on his back and I prayed for his back. And then um, this pale guy just went completely red, like just completely red. And then um, I was like, you know, like, what are you feeling? You know, like, what are you feeling? He was like, I feel heat all the way down my spine. And, um, <laughs> and um, he just, he, he didn't stop talking, but he almost went completely just blank on me and then just didn't really say much. And um, he's like, yeah, I feel heat completely down my spine. And then um, he's like, all the pain is gone. All the pain went away, this and that. 
And then um, I like, gave him a hug and then um, he was just like latching on like uh, for dear life. It was a sweet kid, a sweet moment. And that was a time where it was just like, again, one of those simple prayers, you know, because I believe, you know, you really start to not care so much about the words you say as soon as you put your heart in this submissive place of, okay, it's the Lord doing it. So when, as soon as you get to that place, you're like, it doesn't matter what I'm, what I'm saying, as long as I'm partnering with God, believing in him to heal them. And, um, you just want to see them well, then you'll just see it easily. So I pray for this guy's back and then, uh, he gets completely healed and he's touched. And, uh, there's one story I just, uh, excuse me, love to share because this guy was young and when you're young, you're not trying to put on a show for anybody. And just like when you're like uh atheist, you don't know nothing. You're not trying to put on any type of show, anything like that. And it's uh, what I love. There was a time also where um, I prayed for this guy's thumb. Uh, he was just, I guess, jammed it some type of way. I don't really know, but he jammed it, I guess. I'm going to say that. And then I prayed for his thumb and he's just another big old guy, you know, that was like, uh, uh, you know, rough around the edges. I prayed for his thumb. And then at first he told me to stop because he was scared, you know, what it looked like from like all the people around him. I thought, okay. And then we just stopped. We went back to what we were doing. Then I found him later on. I was like, I'm praying for your thumb. I prayed for his thumb and his thumb got healed. And like, it wasn't stiff. He didn't, I don't know if you ever sprained it like a finger or whatever you know how that feels he's like completely loosed and all that stuff and he was freaking out but uh <laughs> just one of those great things um there's a story with Catherine Rolinala that I love did I share the story already uh with the baby yeah yeah okay sure, though. okay I love that um um I know I kind of brought it up beforehand but I, was, mm -hmm. I don't know if I shared it but yeah, there's a story um, with the whole baby. Baby got healed, this and that. It wasn't immediate, but it happened over a course of period of time. But it was great. Um, so good. <laughs> I love those stories, especially because um, um, the faith of Catherine Ronald herself. Mm -hmm. She said, you know, get a picture, take a picture. This would be a testimony, you know, beforehand, before she prayed or anything. She was like, this will be a testimony. This will preach. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and capture it now, um, which I believe is great. Another story I like to tell is actually from a uh, word of knowledge. This lady named Rose, I don't know her to this day, but it was actually at a Walmart. I had a word of knowledge about her back and she was working in Walmart. And um, I was like, hey, do you have like, a, do you have back pain or something like that? And of course, like always, it kind of throws them off. But they're like, yeah, you know, um, I do. So I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Can I pray for your back? Let's go. You know, <laughs> so I just prayed for her back. I didn't ask her like a scale one. So I just prayed for her back. And then um, um, all the pain completely left. She was like, whoa, you know, like all the pain is gone. Like this and that will happen. And then um, I believe I, just, I was just coming back from Rama. Actually, I was just coming back from school. Mm -hmm. and um that happened and then i was just explaining stuff to her and how you know like the lord heals things like that and uh uh that was that and 
there's this one time actually the same guy that his shoulder was healed I prayed for his shoulder his back was actually throwing him off too so he man this guy's body was always hurting him so I his back was really hurting him so I was like okay can I pray for your back and we're just in like the I don't know how to explain it but these racks super tall racks and um I was like reached over grabbed his hand and then prayed for his back and then all the pain completely just boom went away and then he was freaking and what's cool about this guy is that he would just tell everybody about it even though he was an atheist he would just like go and like shout it from the rooftops and like um yeah on beliefs on like the universe and stuff like that but like he would uh always just say like yeah like all this pain went away when I just had it and all this stuff. So okay, uh, yeah, he didn't even know what he was doing, but he was always preaching without meaning to, and it was just great. <laughs> and for everybody else to hear, but uh, <laughs> it was, excuse me, fantastic. Uh, trying to think of some other stuff. I had a lot of stuff in the um, um, work sense, like where that happened just on my day-to-day you know, working experience, because that's where I was a lot of my time, but uh, there's uh, even times where this kid, I actually believe, um, like, this kid, he didn't really talk much, it was actually his uh, aunt or mom that was doing all the talking, but I just came from uh, a worship night or something out in Oklahoma, and then um, I just had it on my heart to go to Chick-fil-A, I was like, okay, I'll go to Chick-fil-A, and I went and I walked in and then I always have like my eyes out looking for like you know uh you know who might need some healing or just listening for what the Lord may say so there's this kid right who had a cast on actually and um he was with his mom I was like hey uh I know this is weird I know this is strange you know whatever and uh I, I was like can I pray for your son's arm and then she was like yeah she was like super open about it I believe she was a believer but she was super open about it like it didn't throw her off at all and then I just prayed for his arm I don't believe anything right then happened like the kid never said anything this and that but I believe the Lord touched his arm but the mom actually had wrist issues um and like I don't know if it was arthritis or whatever maybe she just had uh wrist pain stuff like that I was like okay like I pray for your wrist because I just you know just ask people like you have any pain or this and that after I asked uh pray for the kid and she was like um yeah my wrist is like stiff and I has pain stuff like that I was like okay God pray for your wrist and then she's like yeah sure like this lady was great she was so open and um I just uh wrapped my uh hand around her wrist pray for her wrist and it was totally loose and like healed and all that stuff and then she's like oh thank you thank you no, she, she was so sweet, and um, that was basically uh, it right there, and then I just ate some good Chick-fil-A and just went about my business, but um, yeah, that was one time where... Healing power in Chick-fil-A, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> right there, yeah. Um, I could probably think of some more. Um, man, I like to think, I like to hear of the um stories from other people just kind of like this we tell a, a testimony mm-hmm. like encourage other people i like to hear testimonies too because i just like to hear what god has done 
Um, so there's this um, minister, his name is Timothy Hagen, uh, founded the school, the Raymond Bible College I went to. And there's a story about this woman actually who basically sought after her own healing. So Kenneth E. Hagen, he didn't pray for the woman or anything, but this woman, um, she had like pneumonia and the doctors thought she was about to die of it, right? And um, she went and got the word of God, was just soaking in the word of God day after day. And then she started speaking it, which is another thing I, uh, you know, I love to talk about is like speaking out, you know, what you want to see in your life, you know, speaking the word of God because it has power. And uh, she was just began to speak the word of God, just speak the word of God after Kenneth e. Hagin said, like, just uh, speak the word of God over this situation, over yourself. And um, she was like, okay, she honored what he had to say and she did it. And then um, um, she was completely healed after a couple of days of just speaking the word over herself that the doctors who thought that she was going to die checked her lungs again and they didn't hear any like um, um, fluids or any type of like unregular whatever, you know, she was just completely healed and then the, the, the doctors were completely shocked and um, she was completely fine from then point on. But uh, yeah, um, that's probably about everything I could think of on the on so the spot. Good. But uh, okay. yeah. So the next question is, how do you pray for healing? And then I would like you to pray for healing for people on the other side. I was telling Liddell before we started, I said, um, I was worshiping, um, listening to Touch of Heaven, um, which if you guys are in the Chattanooga area, <laughs> uh come to uh cadence coffee on thursday we're gonna be worshiping and touch of heaven will be worshiped <laughs> yeah no, i'm just kidding uh god will be worshiped with touch of heaven <laughs> sorry uh okay so so i i was telling liddell that this podcast i believe is going to be a catalyst to heal people on the other side of the screen that's what that's what i felt the lord uh tell me so um yes liddell Will you explain yeah. praying for healing, um, mm -hmm. how that works for a new believer, and as well, will you pray them for them? Yeah, totally. So um, you probably hear me, you know, talk about it in throughout the whole, you know, uh, uh, conversation and word that um, you lay your hands on the sick. Those who lay their hands on the sick, you know, shall see them recover. We hear all these things. So um, and these signs shall follow them that believe. So I believe it's as simple as laying your hands on the sick, believing in the finished work of uh, Christ, and um, just seeing them healed. So uh, again, it's not about the words you say, or um, I don't know how long the prayer is. I don't know. I just truly believe it's your heart posture and uh, your believing. So it's as simple as laying your hands on, uh, you know, somebody's shoulder, somebody's foot, somebody's back, and completely yielding that over to the Lord and saying, Lord, you know, please touch their back in the name of Jesus, pain go away, and then you see it. So uh, that's, that's how it is. I think we should keep the simplicity of it. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, totally uh, pray, you know, right here for the people that, uh, might want some healing. Um, a story that I like, it's not really a story, I guess, but uh, Benny Hinn, he actually tells this little testimony of when he was sick himself 
and uh, a couple of weeks before he was sick, he was uh, doing a little um, sermon, video sermon for YouTube or something, and he uh, had it on his heart to pray for people, but like, you know, do like, oh, put your hands on the screen, this, you know, and we're gonna pray that you get healed, stuff like that. And he had it on his heart to do that. So he did that. He's like, just reach out your hand. If you're, if you're in need of healing, I'm gonna pray for you. And um, he did that and he was re-watching his own video, his own tape when he was sick of him doing that. And he uh, didn't care if he looked crazy or not. He actually put his own hand up where he <laughs> himself on the video was asking him for people to put like their hands up or whatever. So he went and did that. And then he was healed from that moment, um, just like that. So uh, yeah, I totally pray. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just speak complete healing over everybody, over every person right now who's listening to this. Father God, we just command every bit of pain to leave their body command every bit of sickness to leave their body right now in Jesus name if you're believing for a healing I just uh, ask you to lift your hand right now and point of contact right now for your faith and father we just thank you for healing in Jesus name we receive it we accept it right now in Jesus name amen and uh, I just strongly believe in the uh simplicity of it and not to overthink things right. Right. and i actually <laughs> i actually keep hearing back pain so um for one of you guys i'd like to pray for you um while you while you were speaking you kept going back to back pain uh being healed so right now i believe the lord wants to heal one of you uh or many of you thousands of you <laughs> if this gets thousands of views from back pain so Jesus, I declare absolute healing. I declare mending of bones. I declare uh, um, nerves. Uh, I actually see damaged nerves in the spine uh, along the back, Lord. I declare healing over that in Jesus' name, God, that the nerves go back to where they belong, bones go back to where they belong. And I say uh, metal dissolve in Jesus' name right now. I say that uh, stand up straight. Actually, guys, if you have back pain and you have metal in your back, I want you to stand up straight and move around, do something wild, jump around that you haven't done before, they haven't been able to do before. And I just declare healing over you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah. Wow. As you were saying that, I actually heard like ankle. Uh, I believe it's the left ankle. I don't know who it may be. It might be for a couple of people, but uh, the left ankle right now, we just uh, speak to a command to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Every bit of pain, go. If it's stiff, I just command to be loose right now in Jesus' name and that ankle be healed right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I see um, migraines. Uh, someone's having migraines right now. Um, and you are wondering why you're still watching this actually, because the blue light is hurting your eyes. And I see the Lord wanting to heal. You've been having migraines for weeks. And I see God saying, um, uh, healed in Jesus name right now, that all migraines be gone, that uh, your brain will feel clear. I just see um, a clear mind and you actually being able to watch hours of movies now. Like, I feel like you haven't been able to watch TV because it hurts your eyes so bad and you don't know why you're watching this. So in Jesus' name, I um, I cast out all migraines and I declare healing over you right now. Amen. So good. All right, guys. Well, if you received healing, please put it in the comments. And if you want prayer, reach out to us um, on Instagram and we'll we'd be more, more than honored to pray for you. Like, yeah. yeah. 
but we love you guys. Thank Liddell. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for watching. I hope this podcast changed your life today. If it did, put in the comments. Tell us what you learned, how it helped you. Put amen in the comments. Let's just blow this up and share this with a friend. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I love you guys. See you next week.